So you've come here for the truth. Well, we've got the truth and nothing but the truth. Here are your hosts, Robert A. Bianchi and David J. Bruno. Welcome to WMTR's Nothing But The Truth with your host, Dave Bruno. Uh, Bob Bianchi is going to be traveling today, so I'm solo, and we have an exceptional guest. Uh, her name is Rachel Weaver. Rachel, welcome. Thank you so much for having me, David. Super happy to be here. Oh, always a pleasure. And let me just give a quick bio for the audience. Uh, Rachel is multi-talented entrepreneur who has a diverse range of skills in business, communications, and psychology. She's a keynote speaker, MC speaker, red carpet interview host, and co-founder and CEO of Level Up Media PR. She loves helping entrepreneurs and business owners shine their light and can be seen as the celebrity in their market. Level Up's tagline is start unknown, finish unforgettable. I love that, Rachel. Rachel has consulted and helped scale many businesses. She has a passion for helping businesses develop a unique luxury customer experience and a team culture that elevates the entire company. Rachel has lived in different parts of the world, which gives her a broad understanding of various cultures and how they operate in the business world. This knowledge is a significant advantage to her clients. Recently, Rachel has ventured into the film production industry, and she has a book set to be released soon. Overall, she's a dynamic and versatile entrepreneur who has a wealth of experience and knowledge to offer her clients. She's been featured in publications such as The Business Insider, Bloomberg, CEO Weekly, U.S. Reporter, and she was named one of the top 100 entrepreneurs in 2023 in Global Women Magazine. Uh, what an exceptional bio, Rachel. It's such a pleasure to have you on Nothing But The Truth. Oh, thank you so much. Clearly, um, my assistant wrote a little extra <laughs> in that bio, but uh, thank you so much. No, it, it reads it reads awesome, and it stands for a lot of your experiences and, and credentials. So um, keep it up, Rachel. Can you tell us about your journey as an op- entrepreneur and how you became involved in business communications and psychology? Sure. So... From a very young age, I was near and dear to my grandmother, and she was always an entrepreneur, whether it be starting her own cleaning company or starting a shoe store, um, which is where my love for shoes comes in. But I have been, you know, I learned at a very young age, work ethic, hard work, uh, grit, tenacity, watching businesses fail and then rise again. And then watching her start over many times. So I think for me, I just uh, was in the mindset of entrepreneurship from a very, very young age. And so when I first went away to college, my parents taught me a very hard lesson because they were not an advocate of the school that I wanted to attend. Hmm. What school was that, Rachel? UNLV. Okay. So I grew up just south of Chicago in a little small farm town where we did with what we had, right? Not a lot of money. 
And so for my parents to think of me leaving and going to Las Vegas, Nevada, (laughs) back at that time, it was not uh, easily looked upon. But they taught me a really hard lesson, which I'm super grateful for today, because they said, you know, we can't support you in attending this school when you have scholarship money somewhere else. So if you want to go, you're on your own. And that means car insurance and everything is yours. And I'm still to this day, very close to my family. So I don't mean to like shed them in a negative light, but that's exactly what my mom did. She cut me off completely just so that I could have an understanding that it's not as easy as it looks. And I had to work really, really hard in order to make up for that. And then I realized very quickly, okay, I should transfer to where I have scholarship money and utilize that. Um, But in the meantime, I started working in Nevada. I was going to school. I got my real estate license in a very short time. I started working in property management. And then in the evenings, I was working at the MGM in the Rainforest Cafe at the smoothie bar making smoothies. So I learned hard work very, very quickly And through my journeys of moving around, I realized that I loved working hard, but the only way to make a significant impact is if I could control what I was doing and the money I was able to make. So that really started my journey in entrepreneurship at a super young age, um, I started multiple different small businesses throughout the time I was in college, then became a flight attendant while in college and started studying online. Um, And while flying, I saw different parts of the world and I was very, very blessed to be able to be one of the crew members that even helped with 9-11, taking troops back and forth overseas and um, working in places that most people would never dream of going or have a nightmare of going to. So um, throughout my time of flying, I just grew this passion for the travel industry and culture and understanding culture. How do you think... How do you think, you know, with these experiencing these different cultures, how do you think that positioned you well to do what you're currently doing in PR? Because I really, truly believe that to be able to understand other cultures and the way people live and the way that they're brought up and their thought process being quite a bit different than our American typical thought process whether that be in business or in personal life, I tell people all the time, the number one most important thing is in business is relationships. Mm. And I believe that building deep and wide in your relationships can make a huge impact on you and the people around you really and truly, because it's not about who you know, but truly it's about who knows you. And that's going to take you really, really far in life. And because of that, when I started my business in the salon spa and med med spa industry, 
back in 2009, I think that I owe a lot of our growth from going from one state to 13 states and three countries in less than three years to all of the relationships that I had built just over the matter of the last couple of years prior. Yeah, you're right now you're consulting businesses for businesses as well as running public relations for businesses. What are the businesses that you had prior to what you're doing now? So I stepped into real estate um, and I was in real estate off and on for a few years. I also owned a distribution center that distributed uh, products to salon spas and med spas throughout uh, 13 countries, I'm sorry, 13 states and three countries, uh, we started off, I partnered with someone who had already established one state. And throughout the time of, I, I stepped into working for him as a sales consultant and a business consultant. So I was in the face of salons, spas, med spas, and a lot of dermatology offices in the state of Missouri. And I had done a lot of studying in terms of business psychology. I studied that in school and communications as well. And so I think that my way of building the relationships with the clients was different than he had ever seen before. And it helped us to grow in a big way because my belief is that it has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with the products. It has everything to do with how this client can be served to the greatest degree possible and shorten the length of time that they become profitable. And so with looking at that and digging deep to understand that the surface problems in any business that everyone thinks are, everyone likes to place blame, right, on someone else, or everyone likes to blame um, COVID or the economy or the real estate crash for different things. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of businesses that survive and often thrive. And so I started looking at it in terms of what was different between in different time frames, different periods throughout the history of America, what allowed businesses to thrive during challenging times in the economy versus those that closed down. And I think that, yes, we have to understand uh, what is going on around us. But the other aspect of it is if you look at it as an opportunity and you tend to pivot the business and work within those different um, arenas to stand out from your competition, you'll come out ahead. I love the word. I mean, you're speaking my language, Rachel, because look, you talked about hard work, grit, and just really just getting after it. And, and you, that's one thing, but you can't be going in the wrong direction either because there could be the resources that you're putting through when you're supposed to be going this, this way, the opposite direction, right? And I think that's one thing that we have all learned from. It's interesting because it looks like you've done some research on the topic of, of pivot. Um, let me ask you, how does one know that it's time to change course or pivot? 
instead of just grinding with the grit and hard work in one direction? Well, in my opinion, I believe we need to look at everything that's going on around us and our competition and where they are at, as well as the economy, right? We need to understand our numbers from the past, unless you're a brand new business, um, understand your numbers from the past and compare that into, to what you're doing today. How has your company changed? How have you grown? What does your what does the dynamics of your team look like, right? How have your customers changed? Are their needs changing, but you haven't changed the way you put your business forward? So I think that looking at all of the different aspects of business um, can determine whether or not it's worthwhile to pivot. Look, whether you stay in the same business or not, chances are we were all proven that we had to learn to pivot. No matter what industry you were in, COVID hit out of nowhere and we were forced into pivoting, whether we stayed in our business or we exited and we started a new business, we had to make changes regardless of whether we wanted to or not. And so I think that understanding what is worthwhile to hold on to if your belief system is strong enough to see that, look, I've overcome so much already, I should pivot the way I'm doing my current business so that I can fulfill the needs of what's happening around us, or I should pivot into a different direction altogether in business. And yeah. I think that in from my experience, when you can have a full understanding of what's happening around you and a full understanding of your customer, you can go so much further. Yeah, well said. I mean, there, you, hard work and grit only takes you so, so far, especially if you're going in the wrong direction. But Rachel, we've gotten halfway through. And we're going to take a break. It's WMTR is nothing but the truth with your host, Dave Bruno. And we have Rachel Weaver. We'll see you after the break. At the Bianchi Law Group, our team of former prosecutors and certified criminal trial attorneys specialize in criminal defense and domestic violence cases. When you need a law firm with courage, compassion, and the commitment to fight for you, call the Bianchi Law Group today. Welcome back to Nothing But The Truth with your host, Dave Bruno. I'm here with Rachel Weaver. We're continuing to talk about her experience in different cultures, and she is a PR specialist that consults with businesses, and we're at the break, we were just talking about pivoting after COVID, which is something that certainly everyone had to deal with. Um, give us some tips and strategies. I know this is your business, but how can entrepreneurs shine their light in as a celebrity in their market? So a lot of that have to has to do with public relations. And, you know, speaking of pivoting, today more than ever, if you are not omnipresent on all the different social media platforms you really are going to be left behind. And because think about it, how many people sit and watch a commercial in today's world on the actual television? That's the old way of advertising. And everything has changed so much that today we're kind of forced into utilizing social media as our avenue of advertisement. 
as well as different press pieces and publications, speaking engagements, things like that. So I will tell you that hands down, one of the most important things you can do in your business is to be omnipresent on all of the different social media platforms. Now, when I say that, I don't mean that you have to, you know, show up uh, showing your dinner each and every day, but little bits and pieces of your personal life are okay. But through and through, it's spreading your message and your word on the day-to-day things or tasks that you do in your job. And highlighting your customers really and truly, I think, is an important part of the uh, important part of it. Well, for some people, you can't really highlight your customers, but you can show up and showcase the services that you're providing without being salesly. Because if you show up as serving people, it's an entirely different outlook. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if Bob were here, this is the frequent question that he has. I mean, we ha- we have some older demographics that that follow us on the radio here, and not everybody's well versed with the various different platforms. First of all, what are the platforms that everyone has to be on? So I love that you guys are podcasting now. I think it's huge. Uh, podcasting has really blown up and. I'm not sure if you're aware of the numbers, but it's anticipated an additional 300 million podcasts will be live by the end of this year. So I think that podcasting is a huge resource, obviously radio, um, the social media platforms, I think that are really important. Facebook, whether you like them or you hate them, it's still relevant. It really is because, you know, we do have demographics of a little bit of older generations that are heavily rely on Facebook. They've never even opened Instagram, but Instagram is another platform that I think that everyone should really be looking at and utilizing on a regular basis. And they make it easy for us, right? If you can just post on your Instagram, which will transfer over to your Facebook. So if time is a constraint, you can absolutely um, utilize those platforms at the exact same time. TikTok, whether you love it or hate it, it's not going anywhere for right now. (laughs) And so for a lot of the younger generation, they really and truly are always on TikTok. Uh, LinkedIn, For the professionals out there like us, um, my company, we, for the business side of our company, we utilize LinkedIn heavily for our marketing and our advertising. And I think that that is another platform that should be utilized no matter what industry you're in. Yeah, good points. And and, and I agree with you. I'm on all of them. Look, if you don't know, guys, Facebook owns, Meta owns Instagram as well. And there are some different demographics. And I see it the same way, Rachel. Facebook's still around. But personally, it's it's more of my inner circle, my family and friends, where the content I put on there is very, very personal. It's a private account. And then Instagram, TikTok, you're going to see all the, all the videos I do, the short form videos, and, and etc., so, but I agree, Any anyone that has a business or a service has to be on all of them, use the word omnipresent, that means everywhere. And it's easier than ever to be omnipresent. You know, you got this book coming out, 
Rachel, why don't you tell me a little bit about the book? This is this is news to me. When's it coming out? What's it about? Who's it for? So, <laughs> um, the book is a little bit of my story and uh, some of the things that I've overcome in my life because, you know, we talk about um, social media and even on podcasts. Uh, TV interviews, the highlight, all the good, the things happening within our businesses, or even sometimes talk about some of the challenges, but I say pretty private in my personal life. So the book is kind of some of the things that I faced um, living abroad, some of the things that I faced in my own personal life that I've had to overcome. And the whole point in the book is to allow people to understand that everyone goes through things. And, you know, I think that we're all, especially within this country, um, we have a lot of help and support out there. So no matter what you are going through, I think that the topic of getting help when you need it shouldn't be shamed. And that you certainly can get the help and push through and come out even stronger. I think everyone I know who has achieved a tremendous amount of success in life has an incredible story, whether they share it or not. Mm. Sounds like you're getting a little vulnerable, Rach. And uh, Dean Graciosi is is one of my mentors. I, I absorb his content. And he has a saying that, your mess is your message. And especially for anybody in the educational industry that's trying to teach, you're essentially teaching the prior you. Um, what are maybe, if you don't mind sharing, Rachel, what's maybe your, the biggest obstacle or challenge that you've had to overcome? I'll spill it on the, I mean, no one's going to get the book then. No, I'm kidding. Um, so, I <laughs> I had to support and be there for a loved one that um, was going through addiction. And it impacted myself and my children in a, in a quite significant way. Um, and this person ended up hiding the addiction for many, many years. And so what can happen when something like that happens is being in my position, I start to question my own sanity. Like, am I crazy? Because when I will question things and I'm led to believe I'm crazy and I'm going to therapy, like something doesn't feel right. So one big message I will share is never, ever ignore your gut feeling. Don't allow someone else to make you feel crazy because, um, you know, when people become sick, it can allow them to do things or say things to people that they love that in turn make them feel like they must be doing something wrong, kind of like a narcissistic way. So the message I would share would be um, never ignore your gut feelings because chances are you're right. And the more you ignore them, I'm going to pull in the, the psychology and the neurology behind me. But the more we ignore our gut, um, the less we trust ourselves. 
And it, that they call it the second brain, your gut instincts. And when you start to ignore that, it's actually doing a lot of damage to your body. And it takes a lot of time to repair that damage. It's psychological damage, um, brain damage, trauma is brain damage, and it can be healed. But it can be also quite significant. So I just want to put that message out there. Don't ever ignore your gut. Yeah, no, I think that's, uh, that's a good, good message, not only dealing with people in addiction, but also in the business world, uh, day to day, spiritually, business, personally. No, absolutely. Uh, Your tagline, start unknown and finish unforgettable. What does that mean? So to me, I think, you know, whether we're building out our personal brands or we're building out our businesses, it kind of goes back to, like Dean says, your message, your message. Um, I like to tell people you need to show up and you need to share. If you don't want to become too personal, you can still build out your personal brand without becoming too personal. But if you're not showing up and being seen, no one knows you exist. No one knows you have a business. So that really speaks to a lot of people who are in the world of entrepreneurship or even business owners or businesses that are very large. If you're not standing out from the crowd, um, then you're less likely to be seen. But I I love um, to start unknown, finish unforgettable because we want people to remember us because in business, even in our personal lives, you know, no doesn't always mean forever, right? It's no, not right now. And so we want people to remember us so that later on, maybe that no can turn into a yes, or maybe it's because we made a positive impact just on that day. Now, well said. Well said. Listen, Rachel, you probably know already, but Bob and I have a workshop that's starting on August 2nd of this year, 2023. And it's really our time to give back to students, high school students, college students, and law school students interested in careers in law. Really, really excited. As we're filming this, we have 70 days until the start of that workshop. And we're already getting registrations and we're so excited about it. But to my to, to the students that are going to be in my class, if you could, if you could, what are some tips and advice to these high school, college, law stu- school students that are starting to embark in their career in the law? I, well, first and foremost, um, I absolutely love that you guys are doing this. And I... You know, I could not highly recommend two better lawyers. Like you guys are the absolute best because you show up with an integrity mindset. Um, And so the, I would tell them to go all in on their choice to be in whatever it is that they're doing. And since they're choosing to take this workshop with the two of you, obviously they're starting their career and thinking that they want to be a lawyer. Um, I would tell them to laser focus and just be willing to go all in and understand that 
you know, the career can be quite rewarding, but also challenging at the same time. But I think that those challenges can always come back because they're going to make an impact on lives no matter what. And I, I have a lot of very close friends that are attorneys. In fact, um, two of my roommates in college were attorneys. And so I would say that through watching them, and then I have an attorney in my family, through watching all of them, I would say that the one place that my one roommate would tend to not do well in is when she would start to question whether or not law was something she could do. And now she's in it and she's like, I'm so grateful that I never left. But there were times when it got really hard because she felt as though it wasn't something she could represent. So she continued to study law. And even though um, those days were hard studying, and she wasn't particularly interested in the subject matter at the time when she was studying, she pivoted and she became a different specialized attorney. Mm. And she's happier than ever. So go all in. Wow. I'll tell you. I mean, what good advice? First of all, that is, Rachel, that is the reason we are doing this course is because there are not enough resources out there for law students to really delve into the various different areas and specialty. I could speak firsthand. I have a business finance degree from Seton Hall University. And when I went into law school, I wanted it to be in business, business mergers and acquisitions and in the business field. But real quick, I learned that there were other areas of law, including criminal, that I just like so much better. And I think that the resources out there are scarce. And that's the reason that we're putting on this course is to give students um, an understanding where we're going to bring in friends in different areas of practice so they can see. And then the go all in reminds me of another mentor of mine, Brendan Burchard. I'm sure you've heard of Brendan. And, and he's big into intention having intention into everything you do when you walk into a room having an intention not being on your phone on instagram being omnipresent right but being in the moment and especially for the students and i welcome anybody that's interested in being uh an attorney to to take our workshop because we're going to answer the questions that you have right now and i know they all have those these questions but going all in is very applicable to this course and basically anything else that you guys do. When you sit down to do something, do it with intention, without distraction. And then you become more efficient in what you do. Rachel, it's been such a pleasure uh, to have you on the show and your wisdom and experience with your travel, you, the cultures that you've seen and also into the PR firm. Where, where could our viewers find you? Oh, thank you so much. This has been the best interview. So much fun. Um, yeah. And you need to send me the info on that workshop because I live surrounded by universities. So yes, appreciate that. For sure. We got to send some kids there. So you can find me at levelupmediapr.com. You can find me on Instagram at I am Rachel Press or you can find me on LinkedIn at Rachel Press. Um, 
and Facebook uh, the same. So you can find me on any of the social platforms and or at um, rachelpress.com. So levelupmediapr.com, rachelpress.com, or Rachel Press on the different platforms. Yeah, absolutely. I, I encourage you guys to follow Rachel because she puts out value. Uh, there's a lot of posts out there that are putting out value in PR and business, entrepreneurship, um, certainly. And for that course, I, I'm, I'm so happy to announce too, we have a new landing page. Um, we were previously blgmasterclasses.com, which is still available for people. Go check out the new website, I want to be a lawyer.law. I love the name. I love the URL. It's easy to find. And uh, Bob and I also put together an ebook. Uh, I'm so proud of the ebook too. It goes into the LSAT scores that are required to get into law school, what the percentiles are, uh, the ABA approved law schools, as well as the bar passage rates and some tips on the bar and the LSATs that are going to be very valuable to students. Even if you don't want to do the course, uh, we got that free ebook that's downloadable. I want to be a lawyer.law. Rachel, it's been a pleasure, and thanks for being a participant on Nothing But The Truth. Thank you, David. Yeah, good job. All right, thank you so much. Will do. <laughs> Have a great Bye. day. Bye. We're the Bianchi Law Group, a team of former prosecutors and certified criminal trial attorneys. But here's the thing. He put himself in a box when he said my Relied on by CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, Law and Crime, and news leaders across the country for our criminal defense expertise. In a search warrant, you have to have probable cause that a crime's been committed and there's evidence in a particular place. When you need a law firm with courage, compassion, and the commitment to fight for you, call the Bianchi Law Group today.